0: Hi, and welcome to Annie's Pink Chair, where we bring real, raw, relevant issues to the table from a woman's perspective with wit and wisdom. I have a very special guest today. My friend Ashley is with us. And Ashley Trevino is a business owner, an author, business consultant, and motivational speaker. She is a firm believer in building confidence and self-worth in individuals. Ashley has a very powerful and inspiring nonprofit organization called Limitless, dedicated to helping encourage, inspire, and motivate people to get on track and bring awareness to human trafficking. Ashley was recognized as a hero of change and featured in Amari magazine for her accomplishments. Ashley, welcome to my pink chair show. I'm and so excited that you're here. And it's and girl.
1: To see. Yeah, it's oh, incredible to looking, see your
0: growth. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm I'm so pink and you're so green today with your beautiful white in back of you. I just love you. And I know that just hearing your story like for the first time, like it like mm-hmm. was like, wow, I couldn't believe it. Because again, I just shared with people what you do and who you are, but they don't know who you really are and how the journey was getting Mm. to where you are now. You're a business owner. Yes, yes. where are you right now?
1: Okay, so I'm in my bridal shop. It's called Ashley Nadine Bridal, located in Brea, so in Orange County, California. Um, Behind me, I have some of my exclusive collections with me with some of the designers that I carry Um, But I every day, Annie, like there's still times that I come down here and I'm just like, God, really? Like, are you serious? Like, am I really sitting here? Am I really standing in this place? You know, and is this real? You know, because the, the reality to what my life is, is something that I would have never, ever dreamed of. Like, it's so much better than I could have ever dreamed or even expected for myself, you know? So um, getting to help beautiful brides with the most important day of their lives, one of them, you know, it's like, I feel so blessed every single time that I get to help a bride uh, with her special day, her special wedding day.
0: And, And I can relate to that because when I got married and I went to pick out my dress and of course, I mean, you weren't around yet, but I remember that experience because I knew we were talking about this yesterday that he was the one. Mm -hmm. But to put that dress on and to imagine myself walking down that aisle was literally like like a dream come true for me. And I know that that's what you give these women. You give them their dream come true. Obviously, you know... A white wedding dress signifies so many great things. Obviously, one of the symbols we know in Christianity is the Bride of Christ. To I me, mean, the white bride—you <laughs> know, mm-hmm. you know, the spotless mm-hmm. bride. <laughs> yes, and any of us are spotless, but I mean, with Him, we are right. So, and, right. and there's just a great story behind this all. I mean, because you have came from—I would say—you know—I don't want to put it in a weird context, but you've came—you've come in from this fiery ash, mm-hmm. you know, journey into this beautiful bridal shop, you know, and you have a family, I mean, and you come from a place, which I don't want to share this. I want you to share with our audience. What is your story? Like where, how did this happen? How did you even right. become an entrepreneur? How did you become a right. motivational speaker? How did you become a nonprofit founder? Like what happened? to make this happen (laughs)
1: this is yes thank you so much for for asking um well for me it actually started my story actually started when I was 14 that's about the time where um I just I was going over to a friend's house um it was my one of my first times actually spending the night at a friend's house so I was in high school and I was a really good student so I I had like AP like advanced placement classes. I was a cheerleader. I was in dance. My parents are still married to this day. So they have like a beautiful marriage. They're they're just, I don't know, they're just like so in love still. Um, and I feel like I've always wanted and desired that, like since I was young, because I would see them, you know, together and even even still my dad just adores my mom so much. But um they gave me some trust, you know, and, and allowed me to spend the night at a friend's house. And that night she was like, Hey girl, like, you know, there's a kickback, you know, you know, you, they call it kickback, right? Like it's, that's what we used to call it back in the day. But anyway, so she's like, girl, there's this kickback. Like, let's go over there. Let's see what's up. Um, and a party, right? Was, like
0: a get together. It was a
1: party. <laughs> yes. Get together. We call it a kickback. So um, I remember like being, nervous, right? Because like, it was like, I'm, I wasn't used to being out late. I thought we would be staying at, at our house. Um, but I mean, being around the wrong person, right, can definitely sway you to doing some things you've never done before. So we end up going to this house party. And I remember walking in, and she had already, like, met up with these guys, and she left me. So she just took off. So I'm at this house party by myself. um, And that's when I was approached by an older, uh, very handsome man. And he I remember he just grabbed my arm. You know, he took he just led me um, into a room. And for whatever reason, I just went along with it. I I think I was just so uncomfortable that I was like, you know what? I'm here. He's cute. Hey, you know. And, and, what, um, and were no,
0: you guys drinking or uh, doing any drugs at all at the time
1: there? Yes, there was drinking. Yes, there was drinking. Um, there was drinking and in, involved at that time. So we go into this room and he just starts, you know, just telling me everything a girl wants to hear. You know, like I grew up on Disney movies. I'm obsessed with Disney movies. And it's like he had all the lines, <laughs> all the lines. Girl. I totally get it. Yes. Ooh. And so. And he just started telling me how beautiful I was, you know, and just everything a young girl wants to hear. And then it didn't help that, like, when we when he left the party, he jumped in his BMW, you know what I mean? And was like, totally flossing. And I was like, "Dang!" and I like, because I came from a really good home, and I was, um, you know, not sheltered, but I just I I had a good upbringing, you know, and So this was very flashy and very exciting. And, um, you know, he was good looking and he, he seemed like very, had it all together. But I think the biggest thing was, is how he made me feel right. He made me feel mm. like, a, uh, I, I, was like the queen of the world. Um, and wow. so, okay.
0: I, I wanted you to kind of camp on that just for a second, because mm-hmm. that is so powerful that you said that the way he mm-hmm. made you feel, it mm-hmm. reminds me of that song by Michael Jackson. You remember that song? It's old. It's from the, the way it's from you the eighties, but
1: me feel.
0: yeah, that's right. That one, yeah. <laughs> the way you make me feel. <laughs> there you go. You really turn me on. It's like mm-hmm. whoa. So, mm-hmm. would you say the way he made you feel is something you would trade? Like to keep that feeling, you would do anything to keep that feeling.
1: I would say so. I think that now that I'm older, I know it's not a reality, but I think that as a young girl the way that Disney movies sell you and the way that movies sell you, um, it almost makes it feel like it's a real thing. You know, it's like, Oh, I I can stay in this place. Um, this like crazy fantasy place. And so I think that's, that's what happened. I, I fell in love, fell hard, head over heels in love with this, this older guy. Um, not much older was he? Um, I think he was like four years older. Um, and, but for me at the time, the discrepancy was more because I, I was, at, you know, I was 14. So I know yes. he was like over 18 at the time. So maybe right. five years. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure, but he was definitely and older I, and than I'm, I was.
0: I'm sure that the statutory, uh, whatever it is, um, uh, mm-hmm. laws at the time, mm-hmm. I don't know what they are and where you are right now in California. Are they 16? I
1: think it's 16. Is it I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Not sure. well But it's,
0: it, you were still a minor. <laughs>
1: hmm. So. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Still a minor. Yeah. And he would tell me things like, um, you know, I can't show you my ID. I'm under contract. He was like, supposedly a rapper. And he like, couldn't show me oh, his like, boy, and he couldn't take pictures because he was under a contract. I mean, he had this thing down. Um, and that's when I was introduced actually to two other men. And these men were like grown. And I mean, when I say grown, I mean, like, they were like, double, you know, like I would say in their thirties probably.
0: Right. Oh, they were, Um, they were well, well established. Mm -hmm. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah. And so what I found out is that they were actually grooming him. So I was just, I just happened to be a wrong place, wrong time, you know? Right. Right. So, um, yeah. Now
0: now when you say groom, because people might mm -hmm. understand that term and we all know what that is, but Mm -hmm. what do you mean by grooming? What were they doing with him?
1: Yeah. So they were training him to pimp out minors, specifically. Wow. Uh, the other guy that was involved um, had a fake ID, and he was actually attending high school. Like, he actually was going to high school, but it wasn't his real ID, so he was a grown man attending yeah. high school Rec- to recruiting. recruit. Yes. wow. Yes, which I found okay. out later on. But <laughs> America,
0: yeah, wake ahead. up, right? Ashley, America, mm-hmm, wake mm-hmm. up. There are traffickers in the schools, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They have fake IDs. They are yes. walking amongst right now. And by the way, not just males, there's female traffickers too.
1: Recruiting. Oh, yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, and yes. I, I am shocked um, at the fact that I think the biggest part is the deception, right? Is that Mm -hmm. when you look at these men, they look like these, like, um, almost like models, you know, like these, like, nice looking, you know, got it together, can wear the suit, you know, have the nice cars. Um, One of them had a Cadillac. One of them had the BMW. Right. Um, And it looked almost like they were businessmen. Like, it it would Mm. trip you out that when you talk to them, you would never think, one of them even seemed like the good christian guy like he was like oh you know i grew up in church and blah 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 um (sighs) and so the the deception was so deep i mean he was a pastor's kid he was a pastor's kid and so i mean annie it's just so crazy you know um to even think like that my life i I, sometimes i mean i don't know how you are with your recovery process but there's times where i'm just like did that really even happen to me like you know my brain tries to block it out you know what I mean?
0: Hi friends, it's Annie Lobert from Annie's Peak Chair, and I am actually on location at our nonprofit ministry called The Destiny House. And do you feel and see the presence that's going on here, the peace, the calmness, the comfort, the beautiful grass, the trees? This is what each woman comes to when she enters our Destiny House program for sex trafficking victims.
1: I'm Nikki, I'm the Education
0: Outreach Coordinator. Um, I've seen girls come in here and just broken, just in need of something. And we give them a gift box when they first arrive, and then the look on their face, because their trafficker's taken everything from them, the look on their face is just amazing and precious. And just watching them grow in Christ throughout their journey here is incredible. Would you please consider partnering with us monthly? or just send us a one-time donation, just go to our website at hookersforjesus.net and click on Donate. And listen, your donation goes to a good cause and it's tax deductible. Thank you so much. Tell us what happened. And I want to kind of go into your, your getting out and then the healing process and, and where you are now. Uh, yeah. how long were you with this guy for? And, and what did he have you do? I mean, okay, I'm not talking so, about weird, like
1: kinky no, 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 stuff. No.
0: I'm talking about what did he, how yeah. did he traffic you?
1: Absolutely. So what happened after that is we, um, we started doing a lot of drugs together, like ecstasy. He really, um, One, there was just, this is the first time I actually was telling him I had a headache. We were hanging out. He, I told him I had a headache and he was like, well, here, take this. This will help you. And I'm thinking it's like Tylenol or like a painkiller or something. Uh, Next thing you know, I'm waking up and I'm not clothed, you know, not knowing where I'm at. Okay. And Mm. I, I immediately was like, oh my gosh, I've been drugged. I've been freaking drugged. I was trying to gather my thoughts. I remember not really like knowing where I was at, you know, like trying to put everything together. But that's when we just started like dropping ecstasy. We were doing it like every single weekend. And um, at this point it was like, I was just so had, I, I I don't even know. I was obsessed. I was obsessed with him. I would do anything for him. He had me. um, I was a very young, innocent girl. I, he was the first exciting, good looking, you know, man. And he would drive me into the hills, Annie, and he would point to this one house in the Hollywood Hills. He would take me up there and he would say, we're going to have this house one day. You know, we're going to own this house wow. together one day. And wow. and I and I remember feeling like, oh, my gosh, like how exciting, like he's the one, you know.
0: Yeah. And, and it's my castle and the, the the carrot that he dangled over that house.
1: Right. Right. You exactly. do anything. So, Anything. I mean, just to be loved and to be like, you know, I was thinking we're going to be like the family, you know. Mm-hmm. And so anyways, that same day, we're driving up the Hollywood Hills and um, we're we're coming back and he pulls over at a park and he tells me, you know, to, to get out of the car. And I'm like, OK, so I'm thinking like he's going to propose, you know, something's going down because he just showed me this house. And Annie, that's when like... He just straight slapped me across the face and he was like, You're gonna be working for me now. So wow, that was that moment. Like, I think that it was just so like it was just despair. Mm. You know what I mean? To think yeah. that like you're you're like as a young girl to have so much hope and so much almost like you're living this fairy tale, you know what I mean? And like, oh, my Prince Charming came, my dream is coming true, oh. you know, this it's really happening to complete opposite of like, right. I'm going to be pimped out and I'm going to be working for somebody, you know um, that moment to me, I mean, I'm getting teared out because I, I can feel it still to this day, you know, that, that deep, the word is just despair, helplessness, you know, um, it, it's the craziest feeling. It's the craziest right. feeling to know that you have at that point, I feel like I had no control I had no control. And I was blackmailed Annie and they took pictures of me. Right. Um, And
0: that's what traffickers do. That's one of their biggest tactics is to get you isolated and blackmailed. Yeah. And and now you're all in, you love you, you love him. You'll do whatever Mm -hmm. it takes. And Mm -hmm. for me personally, when I got beat, I didn't, I was really upset about it and I, I didn't want to be with him after that, but Mm -hmm. I decided to surrender because I wanted to make it work. Yeah. It sounds insane. Maybe nobody would understand this on the other side of our lens Mm -hmm. right now that we're talking, but Mm -hmm. when you're desperate to be loved, that's it. Mm-hmm. You do whatever it takes,
1: right? And we'll just and just the breaking down too mentally yeah. that they do, you know, because he would tell me you're you're not worth it, you know. Oh, this is how grown women make their money, and just always making me feel less than. Like I'm, I always felt like I had to like approve, you know, myself to him, and so that's how he got me to to get into strip club, you know, the strip club because mm-hmm. it was like, oh, well, grown women do this, you know, and and they'll they'll do this for me, and so you know, I just next boss you know,
0: women, I, boss women and intelligent women do this type of thing. They take their clothes off and they get paid for it. You're dumb. If you don't, you're like, what? Okay. I'll do it. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm, like, okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. But so, so how long did that last for
1: a couple years, uh, a okay. couple years? And what happened was, is, um, I ended up getting pregnant, uh, with, uh, with a baby. And I remember this girl from my high school, named Amanda. And she was such a light, Annie. She was such a light, so full of love, never felt any judgment towards her. And for some reason, I, when I got pregnant, I thought, you know what, I need to, I need to talk to somebody because he was telling me I need to get an abortion. You better not keep the baby or else, you know? And I decided that no matter what, whether I, you know, lose my life or not, I'm going to try to reach out to somebody. And she was the one person that I felt safe with,
0: Mm -hmm. um, that I
1: felt love from. And so I confessed my whole double life. I confessed everything to her. And she began to just cry and weep. like Like, I've never had someone cry over me. Like, um... I felt like wow. she. I felt God's love uh, through yeah. her, through, through another person. Right, and right. she began to tell me that Jesus loves me, uh, that, you know, he he is going to do what he can to protect me. She told me these two things to protect me and to provide for me. Those are the two things she told me Jesus would do. So I cussed her out. <laughs> <laughs> I cussed her out because I wasn't with that religious BS. Okay. Yeah, time. yeah, yeah. And I went to work. I went to work that night, and that's when I'm looking in the mirror, right? And I'm and I'm putting my lingerie. I'm getting ready to go down to the floor. I don't know if you've worked the clubs, strip clubs. but yeah, I I'm, have. I'm, mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So I'm work. I'm I'm putting my garter belt on, and I was gonna take one last look in the mirror before I went down to work. And when I looked in the mirror, I saw and I felt God looking at me in the back of the strip club dressing room mirror. And the presence was so holy, but also like a fatherly love. It was like. All mixed in one. I, I it's so it's so supernatural that I it's hard for me to even put into words. I used to tell people it feels like you're doing ecstasy. It was so supernatural, you know. Yeah, and my yeah. friend would be like, "Girl, are you high? Are you drunk?" Girl, no, I was not high that day. I was wow. not drunk that day. That was an encounter with a heavenly father. And I know that I know that I know because let me tell you, I could not stand. I, I I immediately felt conviction. I had to run out of the strip club. I could not be any. I, I was like, dude, God is chasing me. Something's after me. Like I was tripping. <laughs> so I leave. And then I get home. And I always say when I get to heaven, I'm like, God, who put this here? Because I don't know how this book got on my dresser. There's nobody that I was living with, you know, the pimp and then the, my other two stripper friends. Okay. And there was a book on my dresser, Annie, called God's Promises for Women. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I'm like, God is chasing me for real. So hesitantly, you know what I mean? And and afraid, I went and I was like, this is crazy. And I opened up the book. And that's when, in the first time in my whole life, I heard scripture. This is the first time ever even hearing a verse out of the Bible. And I read and it said, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find knock and I will open the door. And that's when I just, I, I lifted my hands up, no choir, no church, no pastor. And I said, God, if you're real, I feel you're chasing me and I need you to show me that you're real. And that is when I felt this Holy spirit come in. And it was like, I could feel my old self leaving my body. And I felt the new come in. And, um, I just began to cry and I said, "God is real. Wow. God is and, real."
0: And and you and you got out of that industry and got away from him, and you had your daughter, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, I gosh, our time's almost done. I'm so upset about this because I want to hear more. Um, so you and then you you I know I met I met you uh, years ago, but. You know, you mm-hmm. started doing limitless awareness of human trafficking because obviously you had been touched by it so deeply in your own personal mm-hmm. life. So that was like, I remember you doing your conferences here in Vegas and Ashley, whenever you talk and you MC'd, like you were, you said that that girl was a light to you. But can I tell you personally, from what mm-hmm. I've seen and what I know to be true on all your posts and, and anything you put out there on Facebook and social media, you are a total light. You, you you erase such confidence and beauty and uh, strength in your smile and the things that you say. So God has done uh, just an incredible work in you, and I, I'm so proud to be your friend and, and to even know you. And uh, I I'm just so proud of you. Like then you move to California <laughs> and you start this business. Like how did yeah, that happen? <laughs> And, so, and by and the way, is, <laughs> what is what is your what well, how do how do people get a hold of you by the way?
1: Okay and um they get a hold of me on um Ashley Trevino on Facebook. My website is dot com. that's my first and middle name. okay. So. Ashley Nadine we'll and put that on this
0: That's gonna be on the screen right now you guys you guys can see it right now okay. Ashley com. OK.
1: Yeah. So that's where you can find my business consulting, my my dresses so if you want to book a bridal appointment and also my stories on there. Um, but yes, I mean, Annie, this is amazing what God has done. You know, my story is not over. You know, it, there's redemption when you believe in God that, you know, what happened was, is I was serving is how I got this bridal shop by serving God, you know, Annie. And When you serve, and and I know this, and this is why I honor and respect you so much because I've been to the Destiny's House, you know, that you're, you're, I've been in a part of your organization. I got to see the behind the scenes and how much work really goes into that, Annie. And I am like, not everybody can hold that weight of that call. You know, you have been called and designed specifically, you know, by God to carry this out. And so, anyways, I'm just saying that to say I have so much respect for you as well. And in the serving, is where the blessing came. Yes. I did not expect to get give, given a bridal shop. I was serving God in ministry, throwing this fashion show. And she was one of my sponsors. And it wow. just so happened. Yes, Annie. It's it's the sec, it's the one right after the one you were a part right. of. Right and they approached after that, you.
0: She approached you, right?
1: She approached me and she asked me that's how if yep, I wanted come on. That's, Come on, that's girl. That's how God works. In the service, in the serving, in the ministry, girl. in the giving to other people, and that's—that's that's that's so when God good. has a blessing yeah. Yeah. coming for I- you. Yeah, yeah. I'm
0: telling you, it comes back to you, right? My husband and I mm-hmm. were talking about that with Cricket today. Um, a gr- the one of my colleagues I work with about, you know, that God gives it back to us somehow. It might not be always money, but it's it comes back to us. Yeah. And that's exactly how Pink Chair started too. I told you that story yesterday. Someone walked up to me after I was serving at a conference. I wanted to, you know, bless them and speak because they asked me to, and I always try to bless them every year. And she walked up to me and said, you know, the Lord told me that you need to do this. And I was like, what? Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like, I'm giving you a a seat at the table. So it's like, thank you, you know?
1: And you, you know, it's so crazy because I remember going to Destiny's house and seeing the Joyce Meyer books, you know, and mama Joyce, you would call her and, you know, and and those forerunners of, you know, one day are, are gonna pass on and be with the Lord, you know what I mean? But there's a reason why God has given you that chair. There's a reason why you remind me uh, of like, you know, the residue of Mama Joyce is gonna pour onto you because then anointing I is transferred. That. Come on, yeah, girl. So, <laughs> I'm prophesying that your pink hair is going to be a Joyce Meyer ministry. Okay. Oh, it's gonna wow. Be that big. Thank you. Yes, Thank please. you so yeah,
0: much. Yeah. Well, I love you. I, I, you know, we have to have you come back on because I, okay. you have so much more to say. Like mm-hmm. I, I heard your story like years ago, but I have mm-hmm. never heard it the way you told it today. And yeah. I know it blessed someone out there. And you guys, if you just reach out to Ashley, if you need help with any bridal needs, but not only that, if you need a motivational speaker, if you need to, uh, bring awareness to human trafficking, she does it all. And she also is a coach, a life coach. Can you say your website again, Ashley?
1: Yes. Ashley is where yes. you can find. It. And then, um, I have an Instagram, Ashley nadine a personal Instagram and Ashley Trevino is my personal Facebook. That's, that's a really good platform that I communicate with as well
0: yeah you're awesome and I'm going to be following you and you know what everyone else click like on all her stuff and follow her she's going to inspire you every single day thank you so much Ashley for coming on thank today you, Annie. I, thank I you wish so much. okay next time you're going to be sitting in the seat so, as soon as this dumb uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: I come to the thing is over <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know because it's velvet and you'll love it I have a couple more chairs yeah. so we can hang out so alright girl listen okay. we love you yes. and I love thank you. you and we'll see you soon okay okay Would you please consider partnering with us monthly or just send us a one-time donation? Just go to our website at hookersforjesus.net and click on Donate. And listen, your donation goes to a good cause and it's tax deductible. Thank you so much.